The following podcast is a mass media production. Hi, I'm Josh Galindo. And I'm Crystal Galindo. Welcome to the Going Galindo Rugrats and Renovations podcast. A lifestyle podcast where we will offer our experience and expertise in building real, lasting wealth through renovating and flipping homes. And the chaos that comes with balancing a family of six, leaving nothing unsaid. Follow our wild ride we call life and apply our lessons to your own journey. Good morning, Crystal. Good morning. How are you? I'm excellent. Good. Thank you. I might be a little slow to the to the to the fight this morning. Yeah. I wasn't able to get to the gym. Oh no. I know. It's okay, babe. You I'm know, not, the, I'm not able to make it to the gym every day, and I, f- I figure out how to make it a good day. So. <laughs> <laughs> I think a little bit of that for me is uh, just the habitual. It's routine component. Yeah, I like getting there, getting all the kinks worked out, mm-hmm. getting my heart going, uh, drinking lots of water. I think that gets me right. The caffeine from the pre-workout. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of get into my business zone for the day because um, the text messages start coming in, gets mm-hmm. my brain moving. It's almost like warming up the engine. Yeah, it's like your stretch session, yes. <laughs> stretching out your brain. Yes. <laughs> So then I started a little adrenaline drop, you know, mm-hmm. when something needs adrenaline. And then all that gets me going. And then I walk in, I'm like, boom, ready, ready to go. to go. So that kind of leads us to our topic of the day. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's see if we can add some value to some listeners. So first and foremost, guys, if you like the podcast and you're at dinner or you're at lunch or you're at breakfast or you're at a social gathering... Mm-hmm. Tell all your friends and family about us um, because the way that uh, this works for us is the more listeners that we get, the more sponsors we can attract, and the more time and energy and effort we can commit to it mm-hmm. um, because we're being rewarded for that time, energy, and effort. And then maybe the content can get better and the show can get better. So it all starts with each person, if they like it, referring us to somebody that hasn't listened to us. Yeah, because we're not spending money to market it. It's all based on referrals and sharing. So like. Like, share, and comment. Rate, subscribe. (laughs) Well done. (laughs) Okay, we're going to take a quick pause to shout out a few of our sponsors. Hey, guys. I know all of you have heard of Moon Valley Nurseries. Well, now is the best time to plant everything, and Moon Valley Nurseries has everything to plant. Right now, you can get 50% off plus free planting. Moon Valley Nurseries is the largest box tree grower in America, and they've brought in millions of dollars of inventory for this event. From their farms to your yard, nobody does it better. So stop in now for the biggest and best selection. For the best trees on earth, go straight to the moon. Head to moonvalleynurseries.com to learn more. All right, we all know adulting is hard. You know what shouldn't be hard? Buying a house. Robert Coomer has helped us and our friends buy and refinance houses for the past 15 years. Every time we work with him, we know we're getting the best service possible and that the person on the other end of that phone call has a smile on their face. And that leaves a smile on ours. Call Robert Coomer. He does all the heavy lifting for you so you can worry about more important things like what kind of wine pairs with your leftover pizza. But seriously, give him and his team a call at 702-850-2000. You won't regret it. 
All right, let's jump into this. So um, advice for business and personal growth is the general topic that we're going to talk about. And then how to maintain a positive mindset. Yes. So why don't you start off with what you'd like to go into first, honey? Well, I mean, I guess we could talk about mindset first. Okay. I don't, I don't know. That's something that I've learned recently. I wouldn't say that I always had like the best mindset, but I think that, um, I, th- I know this is cheesy and not business related at all. My, my focus is on like my personal and then your business is, or your focus is business. But I would say that my whole life <laughs> I wanted to have four kids and ev- like any time, like, you know, you talk about that when you're younger, like, oh, you want kids? Yeah, I want four. Everyone's always told me that I'm crazy and like, oh, you're insane. You're never going to have four kids. You'll see once you have one. It's too much work. I'm like, no, like that's what I wanted. So the second I had Beckham, who was like super difficult, I'm like, okay, well, if I'm going to have more, I'm going to have to figure it out, you know, like make it not so heavy. So then I have the next one and everyone's telling me, you're not going to have four. You're not. And I'm like, you watch me not have four kids. I'm going to do it. Like, don't even try to tell me I'm not going to. And I think that the literally the second I had Jagger, which I told who's number four, um, do you remember me telling you, like, I feel complete. A hundred percent. And I feel like that's the first goal that I've wanted for so long that the second that it happened, it made me feel like, man, if I want something bad enough, I'm going to get it. And how rewarding it feels, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. besides the kid component, but like how rewarding it feels to like want something so bad that, and then you make it happen. So I think that's the biggest part for me for mindset is like achieving that first goal. And I, you know, I had like other goals, but the most impactful one was that one because everyone told me I couldn't do it. Everyone told me I won't, I'll change my mind. I was like, no, no. So I just made it like, I can handle more. I can take more. I could do more. Like, this isn't too much. This isn't too overwhelming. And I think that's the what everyone should try to do is you set a goal and don't do anything that's not going to get you to reach your goal. Every step that you make should be something that reaches you to that goal. And once you make that first goal, like once you achieve it, you'll realize like, okay, like I can do all of these things instead of it's, I can't. It's like you're, once you reach the first one, you're like, okay, I could do it. I could do it. And I feel like that's like really important to just make that first goal, reach yeah. the first goal. Yeah, no, I think it is very important. I think, and that's um, kind of goes into something that I uh, try to encourage the agents around here and obviously mm-hmm. live it, live my own life that way is uh is setting realistic goals. It's very easy to walk in and say, I'm going to make a million dollars this year. Mm-hmm. Well, that goal is so big. There's nothing wrong with big goals, mm-hmm. but the way to accomplish big goals is a lot of little goals. So you throw this huge goal out there, and all of a sudden, there's no roadmap to get to the end. Mm-hmm. And then long, we'll just shorten the, the analogy. All of a sudden, you don't accomplish the goal. Mm-hmm. Well, you didn't learn anything. Right. If anything, you just discouraged yourself, reduced its self-esteem levels, um, showed that you're showed your body and your brain that you're not capable of accomplishing what you'd set out to accomplish. And I don't think people realize that, like, 
you know, when you set a goal and then you don't achieve it, you don't realize that it's ruining your self-esteem, but it is. Oh, like absolutely. it's like a subconscious thing. Absolutely. And it goes the other way too. Mm-hmm. Accomplishment equals confidence. And I reference confidence and self-esteem pretty much in the same bucket. I'm sure there's a difference somewhere, but accomplishment equals confidence. Mm-hmm. And the same thing goes the other way. Every time that you say you're going to do something and you don't do it, don't fool yourself. That is eroding away at yes. um, self-esteem and confidence. Mm-hmm. How do you feel confident or self, uh, how do you build self-esteem or feel good about yourself if you said you're going to do something and didn't do it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whether you told that to yourself or you told it to another person. Right. Okay. It, it's just, it's, it's like grade school logic. If you do something, yeah. if you say you're going to do something, you do it, you feel good about it. If you tell yourself you're going to do something and you go and do it, you feel good about it. So, and I feel like that starts like even on a basic level, like, um, my whole life I've always lived. Like if I said, I'm going to do something, like if I'm going to show up, I don't care what happens. I'm going to show up unless there's like, you know, unless Beckham falls and has to get stitches at Red Rock. That's, you know, a little bit different, but, but you're not comfortable with completely flaking. No. Saying that that something comes up is one thing, but it doesn't mean that you're okay with it or accept it as an alternative. Right. Uh, I just won't go. I don't feel like going. If you said you're going to go... I'm going to show up and be there because I'm going to be dependable. And that's, you know, I think that doing that my whole life has also helped me um, have a mindset of like, I know that it reinforces my belief that I'm dependable. Not even anybody else for myself. Yeah. (laughs) Hey guys, if you're looking for a jeweler you can trust for all of your jewelry needs, the Jewelers of Las Vegas is the place to go. They have the largest selection of diamonds, engagement rings, and jewelry in Las Vegas, and they carry luxury watch brands. The Jewelers of Las Vegas has been Nevada's most trusted jeweler since 1976. They're family-owned and operated, and they are dedicated to giving the best customer service. They specialize in custom design, and I love that they have their own manufacturing facility on site here in Vegas, so they do everything right here. Most importantly, they will always take care of you. You can go to their website at www.thejewelers.com or call or text 702-382-1234 for more information or to see their locations. Tell them Josh and Crystal sent you. After all, it is where I got Crystal's engagement ring. So how to maintain positive mindset. Mm -hmm. That's the second uh, category here that... uh, so let's let's go back there. So positive mindset. How often is this a conscious that that this will be a fun conversation? Okay. Is this a conscious effort to wake up and say I have to be positive, or are we naturally positive and we get to reap the rewards of being naturally positive? Does our environment create positivity for us to naturally um, vibrate within, or do we have to create the environment? You know, mm-hmm. like if you really break down what. You know, it's easy to go, be positive, just like it's easy for someone right. to walk in and go, I want to make a million bucks this year. But to really be able to teach somebody or explain to somebody how to accomplish or how to accomplish that desire, it's got, you got to create a, a step-by-step model. Mm-hmm. Um, so a few things that I remember learning when I was in Mexico, because <clears throat> that was definitely where somebody taught me yeah. how to change my mindset is your subconscious is the most vulnerable, aware, and awake in the morning and at night. And everybody's trying to build self-esteem because with a big pack of self-esteem on your back, you can almost blow through like any challenge because you need that. It's Mm -hmm. like your fuel. It's like your momentum. It's your motivation. So ways to accomplish 
self-esteem or to build self-esteem is to acknowledge all accomplishments because accomplishment equals confidence, Mm -hmm. self-esteem. So I remember before when in the morning we would wake up, I would have a few different things I wanted to start programming my brain with. Um, So one of my things was an I am statement. One of my I am statements was I am a powerful, caring, honest, worthy young man of God. And I didn't want to just throw out some random words. And Mm -hmm. I encouraged when I was teaching other kids in the school how to do this, it wasn't about throwing out the most glamorous words. It was about defining and understanding each word because your brain was going to attach a definition to that word. And that's what you would ultimately do based on the definition you've attached Mm -hmm. to it. So I am a powerful. I always wanted to come off powerful. I always wanted to feel powerful. Very important. Mm -hmm. I wanted to feel powerful. Caring. I wanted to counter the power that I have with care to show people that I, I can be compassionate and, and a human. Empathetic. And, and, yep, exactly. Caring and honest. As long as you're honest, honesty is huge. But mm-hmm. one is you don't, it, it uses less brain power. Yeah. Because you just recite what happened. You don't have to remember your lie. You don't lie. have to remember your lie. <laughs> it's much easier. Yeah. Honest, powerful, caring, honest, worthy. Worthy was a big one for me. And actually, when I used to write it, what I would do is I'd do the W down, up, down, and then I'd take the right side of the W and bring it back over towards the left side. And for me, that was a visual that encompassed everything. Mm -hmm. I am worthy of everything that I've got. Worthy is a big one for people. It's usually one of the bigger self-limiting beliefs that people have. And being that when my dad left young... That immediately created that self-limiting belief. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't worthy of his love. Well, now that all that that really so that was the trigger. But unfortunately, all it's really done is in, cemented in my mind a lack of worth mm-hmm. in all departments. So um, for me to be able to, um, you know, not, I would argue that I'm maybe over the dad thing. Yeah. But the damage is still there. Right. So for me, worthy was important. I wake up, I am worthy of the bed that I'm sleeping in. Mm -hmm. I am worthy of the nice clothes that I wear. I am worthy of the nice cars that I drive. I am worthy of the love that I receive from my wife, my children, and my family, and my friends. So my point in saying all that is it's an I am statement. Mm -hmm. And the problem is with your brain is it has negative things that that it's already created about itself. Mm -hmm. So it could be, I am an unworthy Think think yeah. about that for a moment. Let's say that a woman is sexually abused. And generally speaking, and I want to blanket this statement, yeah. but generally speaking, um, if if that takes place, they don't feel worthy of love. Mm-hmm. Um, they believe that they're a sex object versus something that can be loved and appreciated, and and and, and you know all those other things. So then you always manifest what you believe about yourself. Does that make yes, sense? Yeah. So then you go out there and the actions are just confirming your beliefs mm-hmm. that you already have about yourself. So if, you're, if your um, I am statement, it can go either direction. Right. Life will build it for you. And generally, it will build it for you based on the circumstances in your life. So whether you realize it or not, you'll be waking up and repeating to yourself, I am unworthy. Mm-hmm. I am unhappy. I am fat. I am ugly. I am this. Um, I'm stupid. I had a huge insecurity around being unintelligent. The fact that society told me that I was going to be unintelligent because I didn't graduate high school, mm-hmm. all that did was confirm that belief that I was already stupid. Um, so actually at a point I did it, I added intelligent to my <laughs> I am statement. How do you think about that? 
But um, so my point is that you can repeat all these negative things to yourself. And then what you end up doing is you manifest and confirm those beliefs through mm-hmm. actions. Okay. So the way to counter all of that is like, I'm telling you the most basic fundamental way, step-by-step, step, easy to do is just create an I am statement and whatever you say to yourself, that's negative, mm-hmm. reverse it. And you don't have to do that, but that would, that's a good suggestion. If you don't even want to do that, but you just have this desire of what you'd like to be, I want to be this, then just start saying that every morning and Mm -hmm. define each word because your brain's going to attach the definition to that word. And you want to make sure that you're doing it correctly. So in the morning you wake up and that's the first thing that you say, I am a powerful, caring, honest, worthy young man of God. Mm -hmm. Um, Something that I've kind of grabbed. And and these things keep evolving. This I am statement for me was built when I was 16. My life is totally different today. Mm -hmm. I have a gratitude list in my notes on my phone. I'm thankful for my gym workout partner. I'm thankful for being able to walk into the gym and say hello to multiple people. I'm thankful for the heat that's that's keeping me warm in my room. I'm thankful for the blanket that's making me feel cozy. I'm thankful for my wife being next to me. You know, So those things change, but the easiest way to learn that habit mm-hmm. is what I just described with the I am statement. Okay, now let me jump to at night. Now your goal is, is to reprogram your subconscious to start thinking highly of yourself so that your actions manifest what you're thinking about yourself. Mm -hmm. And the action is the required component in your life that will create the actual result. Mm -hmm. Okay. There's thinking and then there's manifesting those thoughts into reality, which is action. And then you'll gain the results that you want without what I just described. It's just a thought. Mm -hmm. So now we jump over to, um, at night. So in order to build self-esteem, you need to acknowledge your accomplishments all of them. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you need the two to start changing things in your life. Um, so at night, it's as simple as, as laying down and then just rattling through all of the accomplishments in mm-hmm. your day mm-hmm. and giving yourself self-love. Um, it's actually kind of really cool to hear this again. I need to get back into doing some of these things. I remember I used to do this a lot. I, I did it every day for 16 months in mm-hmm. Mexico and I did it for many years after. But you lay down and you just recap what you did. I was disciplined enough to wake up this morning and go to work. Mm -hmm. Good job, Josh. I was disciplined enough to choose water instead of Sprite. Good job, Josh. Good job, Josh. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, I was disciplined enough to fulfill all the obligations I had made in the form of showing up to all of my appointments today. Um, Good job, Josh. I communicated clearly with the people around me, like just, just the, you can, small, you yeah. can, and, and you can call them petty, petty accomplishments. Like these are a petty grab. These are, a, a, um, they're, 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 they're nothing. They're small. But yeah. it, the point is, is that every time that you say that mm-hmm. you are acknowledging and becoming conscious of how great of a human being you actually are. Cause it's very easy to go to bed and acknowledge and not acknowledge anything that right. you did throughout the day. But if you really break down what we're doing on a daily basis, like by step, by step, by mm-hmm. step, by thought, by thought, by thought, by action, by mm-hmm. action, by action, if you look back, you're like, I'm a really spectacular human being. Yeah. yeah. And everybody is, but they don't realize it unless they write down they or write- take mental notes mm-hmm. of what they've accomplished and did that day. I think it's a visual thing too, but you have to acknowledge your accomplishments, even if it's, I think... Going back to the morning thing, like when you say, like when you set your alarm to wake up, you're like, I'm going to wake up early tomorrow. 
and you set your alarm. Okay, 6.30. I'm not great at this, but I'm. But when I do set my alarm for 6 or 6.30 because I'm going to wake up early and I get up at that time, I immediately feel good. I'm like, yeah, yeah I right. got up early. Yeah. I said I was going to wake up early and I did. Yeah. Like that's a small win that can like change your whole day so and now, put you in a good mood. Totally. So now what that has done, let's just stick with that alarm clock thing, is that you feel empowered because you are in control. Mm-hmm. Um, so now you know that you can overcome a simple challenge such as waking up at a time that you've set out, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Okay. So now you're equipped. Yeah. You've kind of got it. I see it. I feel it. I know that I can do this thing. I have faith in my ability to accomplish a small task like that. Mm-hmm. So now what ends up happening is the next task comes. And humans base their abilities to, to overcome challenge or overcome the experience. next thing on past experience. Mm-hmm. So now you've created a track record where you're saying to yourself, I just accomplished that here. This new challenge looks comparable. I know I can blow right through this. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's the point of why, that's why it's so important to have the self-esteem, the additional right. self-esteem. So I, that was a good small example of it. Yeah. Wait till you accomplish something big. Right. Now the next big thing that comes along, you ask yourself, how did I react? How did I perform in the previous mm-hmm. um, challenge that I had? Well, you you go through your your history. Yeah. And then you look at the, the challenge ahead and you say to yourself, I got that. Mm-hmm. That's why people will sometimes that don't have as much challenge in their life that they've overcome will look at me or you and go, I mean, how often do you get it? You get it all the time with the kids, all mm-hmm. the time. They're looking, how do you do it? I don't even know. Well, all you did is is you prepared and stepped up to the challenge, overcame it, Mm -hmm. built a history of your ability to step up and overcome challenge. So now you're in a position to take on new challenge of the same capacity or more. Yeah. What I'm really trying to do is break this down as if someone's walking up the steps. <laughs> Step right foot, left foot, right foot, left foot, right. You know what I'm saying? Because it's one thing to say, hey, climb up those stairs with one right. step versus let me show you how to get up it with a little bit more ease. So I, I, I may be beating a dead horse, but that's kind of what I my think, point is. Well, so and to put it on a smaller scale, what I used to do, um, and sometimes I still do it, but I would take like the tasks I have to do for that week. Like, okay, I wanted to clean out this drawer. I wanted to organize my closet, stupid stuff. And like, you can't do it all in one day and you don't want to set that because if you don't get it done, you could get five things done out of the seven and you don't feel good because you said you're going to do seven things that day. So I set like goals for the week. So I had more days to like get it done. And if I did three things in one day, it was like, okay. And I met my goal for that day. I just need to get at least three things done. If I get four, great. But if I get two, like that's not an option. I had to get at least three done. And so I'd lay down at night and I'm like, oh, check, check, check. And then if there's something else that I did that I didn't write down, I just wrote it down and checked it so I could see how much I actually got done. See, I think what you did there, if you break that down, is you 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 create a very fine balance mm-hmm. on how to put yourself in a position to accomplish your goal and do it in a timely manner. Mm-hmm. There, that's important. Is Crystal didn't say I'm going to get all seven of these things done today because if she doesn't, she set an unrealistic expectation for her time frame to get mm-hmm. these things done. So if you don't, you've now taken a teaspoon, a cup full of your self esteem, and, and dumped it back out. So by creating a realistic timeline for you to get that done, but not one that's so long that it never gets done, right. um, that is a smart goal. That is a smart executed goal. There's actually a Thanks, whole thing babe. on smarts. No, really. I mean, I think that's important. 
to, to mention. Hey, honey, do you know what time it is? I mean, I think I do. It's time to shout out sponsor Southwest Custom Construction and tell everyone how great they are. Oh, okay. That's easy. Nick is our go-to contractor. There's a reason he's done more than $75 million in construction renovations. He does quality work, he's dependable, and he can help you with just about anything. Is there anything you would add? Nick's a great guy. I think he covered what matters most. Give Nick at Southwest Custom Construction a call if you need a contractor you can count on. His number is 480-235-8148. So another, I'm going to throw out a, a, you know, it's not as popular today. There's a whole different demographic age group of entrepreneurs, Mm -hmm. of of people trying to move up and, and become successful and accomplish all their goals. But something that was really important, I was always living my life this way mm-hmm. because my mom just naturally taught me it. Mm-hmm. It was through a, a church that she had learned um, that she went to in L.A. called Agape. But so she had kind of just passed this mindset down to me, but I never was able to define it. The movie is called The Secret. Mm-hmm. Um, if you've watched it, great. You should probably watch it again. It's hurt. on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. Um, watch it again. If you've never watched it, really watch it. And what it kind of does, it just puts a, a, a label or a definition on that type of thinking Mm -hmm. and it really hones it in so that you can use it better. Mm -hmm. Um, and so when I watched that for the first time, I remember thinking a vision board, I I never even heard of a vision board until I saw that, Mm -hmm. that, that movie. When you put it out there and make it a visual thing, something happens that makes you work harder for yeah. it. I had put that I wanted a modern home on this on this vision board. Mm-hmm. I wanted the modern architecture. Yeah. Um, I'm going to fast forward quickly because there's a few different things on that board that I talked about. I wanted a modern vision. I wanted a modern home and I had put it on the vision board. Long story short, we end up buying the house that we own in the ridges, super modern mm-hmm. architecture. We have to put a pool in. Mm-hmm. So we put a pool in the backyard and we just choose to do a sunken fire pit. Yeah. Okay. So one day I'm sitting here trying to assist one of the, one of my friends or agents, um, on how important it is to have vision boards. So I pull out my vision board and I, and I go to look at the, the picture of the modern house that I had on there. There's the modern house, but then if you zoomed in on the actual fire pit mm-hmm. and the pool set up, it was exactly what we built. Yeah, like subconsciously. <laughs> the the like fire pit was yeah. sunken. The pool was what it was. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, that's crazy. Yeah. I literally built the exact... This was from three years ago. Right. So we're sitting here describing this vision board, right? I know, yeah. And then, but, but I just thought about this. We didn't explain what a vision board is. Right. So I'll tell you my two cents, cause I, I'm, and I'm going to stick with how I do it, and then you, you share your yeah. side. So if you have a vision, you have your goals, right? You want to mm-hmm. match your thoughts with a visual reference. Yeah. So, for example, I remember when I built my vision board, I wanted, um, I wanted a team of agents. Mm-hmm. So I, I found we were using magazines and going through them. Yeah. And we cut out, I found another brokerage that had all of their agents' photos and it was in a magazine. Yeah. I cut it out. I put it on there. The vision, the visual matched my goal. That's the important thing Mm -hmm. Um, is that when you look at that, it's in, it's in crystal clear alignment with what your goal is in your mind. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, so a little hack that's fun because you do it with magazines because you could throw parties um, and, and kind of have a party going on. A vision board party where you get together with your friends and put out. I say it's like a five-year plan, but, you, I mean, you could set however you want it to be. I like five years, but yeah. go on. Um, so if you're missing something, don't be ashamed or bashful to just go onto Google and type and in it. exactly <laughs> what your vision is. Mm-hmm. Exactly. The, the, the thought you're having and then go to images and just keep swiping until it perfectly aligns with what you're thinking. Mm-hmm. Cause it's really important that that's the deal. Yeah. So it's super, the visual part is, is huge. Um, yeah. So here we are right now, right? We'll just mm-hmm. fast forward to today. So just a few nights ago, I'm sitting in bed going, Crystal, I'm kind of feeling lost. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I'm like, I don't really know what my next move is. Right. What is my next big move? Because I'm not a stagnant person. I don't need to maybe grow as quickly as I've grown in the last five years, six years now. Um, but um, I also don't want to stop growing, mm-hmm. you know. So when we hit 30 rental properties, um, which we're about to close on our 31st here shortly, the second one in Brianhead. Oh, yeah. Crystal's face just... I was like, which one are we buying? Yeah. She, her, her jaw dropped the ground. Let me grab a shovel to lift it back up. Like you forgot to tell me about that one. <laughs> no. So the second one, so we'll be at 31. But so basically all of those, all of the income from those assets generally pay our bills. Uh-huh. I'm trying to learn within myself how to maintain motivation. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm naturally motivated, but it's still at the same time you're constantly looking back and going, nah, you know, I don't know. Do I have to? You know, and it's like, but I want to accomplish more. Yeah. But I also don't want to take on more debt where it puts me back into a place where um, my my income doesn't pay my bills. Right. So anyway, so I'm sitting there heeing and hawing. I go, hey, honey, what do you think we should do? And long, I'm going to kind of blow blow through it quickly. I'm like, I think I want to buy the building we're in. Mm-hmm. It's a three point. It's a three million dollar building. Um, how do I pull that off? And then what was our other, oh, and we want to be, we want to start borrowing more for at least the next six months or while the rates are low and Mm -hmm. preserve cash. Right. So that in the event the market turns, we've got a ton of cash on hand, which would put us in a position to take advantage of the turn. Yeah. So then I, so then, so we go, how do we pull this off? Well, here's a great example of, of mindset and putting yourself in the right place at the right time and taking advantage of opportunity and all the above. So I buy this little rental called Vista Del Monte, Mm -hmm. little single story, one and a half car garage, three bedroom, 1,200 square feet for 150,000, probably two and a half years ago. Three. Three years ago. Yeah. 150,000. Today, I believe I could sell it for 300,000. Today, this building becomes a viable option for me to be able to buy because if with an SBA loan, I only have to put down 10%. With a $3 million purchase price, it's $300,000. Um, there's other tenants in the building that will help pay the payment, the, the payment and mm-hmm. I will, all of my new, all of my lease payments that were going to the previous landlord now going to me and paying down the debt. Mm-hmm. And I still cash flow and earn a return on my down payment. So what we're planning to do is, that, and then this tenant all of a sudden gives us notice when all of our other tenants are sitting yep. strong, this tenant goes, Hey, we're going to move out Vista del Monte. Yep. Um, so, and then all of a sudden the opportunity to buy the building pops up mm-hmm. and that house is generally going to spit out the same amount of money needed to purchase this building. So mm-hmm. we're going to, we're going to 1031 the money out of that house so that we don't pay any taxes on it. 
into this building. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, then once that money is in this building, we are going to do what's called a cost segregation, I believe is the correct term. Yeah. Which somebody will come into the building, determine how quickly it's called bonus depreciation. You can quickly depreciate the building in a shorter amount of time versus the, the normal long length of time. So basically, you'd be able to take a huge lot loss in the first year of owning it. Mm-hmm. My understanding is it's about a $900,000 loss. You accelerate the depreciation that you would normally take over years into mm-hmm. one year. Okay. If I had a $900,000 loss, the CARES Act adjusted some of the verbiage on how to do this. But the CARES Act that came out allows you to carry your loss back five years. Mm -hmm. So then you ask yourself, how much have I paid in taxes over the last five years? Right. So at the very least, I would be able to get all of that back. So let's just say that it's around Mm $300,000. So I put three hundred dollars down on the building. I depreciated the building. It created a huge loss. Mm Mm-hmm. I carried that loss back over the last five years of my business, of my career, and then the IRS wrote me a check for almost $300,000. <laughs> so that little $150,000 investment into Vista Del Monte turned into mm-hmm. a $3 million building that's 20,000 square feet sitting on Durango and Flamingo that I operate my business out of. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it is crazy. And that would go into the mindset thing. I've been asking myself, what's the next move? Mm-hmm. There's got to be mm-hmm. a next move. And I'm mm-hmm. just putting that energy out there. I don't know where it's going to land, but I'm yeah. just hoping it lands somewhere. What's the next move? Am I going to really be the guy that's got 120 homes? Or am I going to be the guy that's got 50 homes and mm-hmm. 10 commercial buildings and three warehouse lots that are being rented out? And like, what's my next move? Mm-hmm. There's really no safer move than to buy the building you're in. Right. Because you're using it anyways. You're paying for it anyways. Right. Yeah. Right. And then, boom, shows up on my doorstep. (laughs) Hey, guys, we're going to pause this episode really quick so that we can hear from our sponsors. I'm Kelly Namiro from Wellness by Kelly, certified holistic health coach and Pilates instructor. I want to quickly pause today's episode of the show to let you know that my private one-on-one coaching container is officially open. I'm only taking on 16 clients in the whole of this year to help women rebalance their hormones and feel at home in their bodies again. My one-on-one is truly for you if you feel like you're chronically fatigued or bloated or have unexplained weight gain, if you struggle with body image and confidence, or if you're running around feeling like your to-do list is running you, pumping stress hormones through you on the daily. If you're unavailable for continuing down this path of surviving instead of thriving, I'm here to support you in getting the results that you want and finally feeling like you're living your best life. Head to the link in the show notes to find out more. All right, guys, let me make sure I give myself a really quick plug here. I just want to take a moment and make sure I'm crystal clear on what Galindo Group Real Estate offers to the Las Vegas public. We have a company called Galindo Buys Houses that buys homes as is, all cash, and can close in as little as seven days with no appraisals, no commissions, and we pay all of the fees associated with the closing. So the number we give you is the number you should walk away with from the closing table. You pick your close date, and if you need to, you can stay up to three weeks after closing, giving you a home and the much-needed cash to make future decisions. Galindo Buys House is a locally owned company that takes the profits generated here in town and reinvests them locally. We're not that big hedge fund that takes the profits generated here and sends them off to New York and other big cities. I employ people here locally and invest here locally. 
If you or anyone you know is behind on payments, repairs, or inherited a tenant disaster, don't hesitate to give me a call. We will get you an offer in five minutes or less and close in seven days or less. So please take this number down. It's easy. 820-CASH. Again, it's 702-820-CASH. Talk to you soon. What else you got, baby? No, I, I thought that was good. I just think it's um, important. Well, I mean, that's like a big goal, so no one can go out there and just say they're going to buy a building. Well, that was but why. But it starts with little wins and little goals that can help you reach your bigger goals, I guess. It is. Yeah. That's why I wanted to break down how it happened. Yeah. Because it's easy to always walk into places. Like, oh, I got 31 rental properties. The person sitting across the table doesn't even own the home they live in. Right. Isn't going to go, oh, that's easy. They're going right. to be like, that is so difficult. I don't even know where this guy started. Well, it started with just, it just starts with starting. Yeah. And the same thing with Vista del Monte, the, 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 this building accomplishment, which is going to be a big one. This mm-hmm. one I'll probably celebrate. Um, it started with buying one rental mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and learning and learning. And everything else was just educating yourself and yeah. waiting for an opportunity to show up. Yeah. But it really only started with that. So the $3 million building, which isn't cash or anything like that, the $3 million asset, was accomplished with a $150,000 investment. Mm -hmm. So I think that it's, I mean, it started even before that. Like I remember when we bought mezzanine and I was going, I didn't want to go into work all the time because we had Beckham and I was like, I don't want to leave Beckham. But like we moved in and I knew that I wanted this certain dining room table and it cost $700. So I was like, okay, this week, you know, I usually put away like I, I put like $50 per day that whatever I made. So if I made a hundred, it was half. And if I made 200, it, it was 50 and it wasn't a, that big of a deal. But I was like, I'm going to take however much time this, the 700 broke it up per shift. I'm going to say $50 per shift, put it aside just for my table. And that other money can go to pay the other bills and stuff that just like small things. And like, um, like, if I always like to take Sundays off. So um, I was off Friday, Saturday, and I worked Sunday through Thursday. So I told myself on Monday through Thursday, if I was able to make however much my goal was for that week, then I'd be able to take Sunday off. Mm. And if I didn't, then it, I was going to have to work on Sunday. <laughs> Just small little things. Because it, it starts with the first hundred that you save. It, it does, you know. Absolutely. And that's why we keep banging on mindset. Yeah. We're creating little scenarios that will have a positive result. Mm-hmm. It's almost like we're playing mom and dad in our head and we're the child. If you go to work every day and make yeah. enough money to accomplish your week's goals, you get Sunday off. So we're, we're allowing ourselves, we're, we're choosing to manipulate ourselves, mm-hmm. allowing ourselves to be manipulated and creating these little mini accomplishments and, yeah. and incentives. And, and that's exactly right. It, it, I remember... When back in the day when I didn't have very, really any money, if I closed a deal, I would take myself to Buffet uh, Asia <laughs> on on uh, on Rainbow and There's Sahara, couple, yeah, because it was like thirty two dollar lunch. Mm-hmm. I'd get the all you can eat and fire away, but I never spent thirty two dollars because it was mid recession. My mm-hmm. thing was generally five dollar subway, this the five dollar five dollar foot longs, yeah. You know, so for me to go and spend four times the amount of money. That was a big deal. So that right. was my way of closing more deals so that I could go eat at Buffet Asia and not feel guilty about it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, I, I just identified that. We're totally just playing games with ourselves and our yeah. minds. And I think, but that just shows how elevated of a, and deep of a thinker that we are. If you're just yeah. numbingly going through life and waiting for all these other people to give you what you hope that you want, it, you're I never... also think that um, something important to note is that like people, I don't know why, are naturally haters. So like it's not very common that you like say you're going to do something and everybody's so supportive. Like, of course the people you love are going to be supportive. I got a good one on this. <laughs> but like, I remember working at Cosmo and I'm like, Oh yeah, you know, we, we flip houses and they're like, Oh, like, just hating on it. It's like, watch me flip more houses than you say that I can like, watch me do it because, and I think that everybody should use any form of negativity instead of just taking that negativity and letting it discourage you, let it motivate you. Yeah. Really great point. I'm going to tap That's on... That's what my sweater I, is for today. <laughs> underestimate, underestimate me. That'll be fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I remember listening to a podcast with Barbara from Shark Tank. Uh-huh. Her and her husband were in business together. They built a big, beautiful real estate company. He ends up... I, I, the story could be off here. He ends up divorcing or leaving her or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And when she walked out the, out the door, I don't remember which way this went, but the story is going to be the same. She either said he knew better than to say, good luck, you'll fail, or he did say, good "Good luck, you'll fail. But either way, her point was that do not challenge, like you're better, he was better off waving goodbye nicely so that I didn't leave with a chip on my shoulder to go and beat him. Um, Or he was strategic enough and knew better than to do that. But either way, you use those doubts from other people to motivate you. Yeah. Um, I remember there's there's so many challenges that we had. When we created Galindo Group, I got texts from like these veteran agents because I came on the scene hard. Mm-hmm. We were Galindo Group and we were like yeah. everywhere. Let's buy not one Jeep, but three 1999 Jeep Cherokees and yeah. let's put logos on all of them. Logos let's put a logo everything. on the Audi. Let's put a logo on the Suburban. Let's put, let's get gear. Mm-hmm. Like any source that we could advertise that was inexpensive we right. did because we're driving around anyways might as well put the logos we were on we're wearing anyway. clothes might yeah. as well put might the logo well on yeah <laughs> yeah and so i remember you know there was some haters uh who uh who's the group yeah because like, it was like Galindo group they're like oh a group who's all the group yeah. just you it was me and crystal at the time and then another I'm like, where's guy, your group? Yeah, where's mm, your group? And that's okay. the best thing is I've watched my trolley <laughs> take me up the mountain every day mm-hmm. since I got on this journey. But don't ever forget that I'm watching everybody else on the same mountain and I see them every day, mm-hmm. same amount of time. And it's like, man, your trolley just isn't quite moving like my trolley. How's your realty how's one trolley? Y- how's your trolley <laughs> treat? You know what I mean? Yeah. So they were the haters up front. So I remember Galindo group, haters. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what else was the haters? Um, just in anything, just the haters, they try to discourage you, but you can't let them get to you. You're letting them win. And, and trust me, if someone tells you you can't do something and then you go and do it, it feels uh, 10 times better that someone told you you couldn't do it. The best revenge on the planet is making more money. (laughs) Seriously. You want to, you want to revenge somebody? Just go make more money than them. I'm telling you, <laughs> that's it. So, funny. so um, yeah, no, you know, and I, I wonder if a little piece of that is, a lo- you know, I always say some of my motivation to overcome and conquer and destruct 
is my dad leaving. Mm -hmm. It left a chip on my shoulder and it probably stems into that worthy belief Mm -hmm. where, um, where it was, you know, he, he left because I wasn't worthy enough. Mm -hmm. Well, watch what I go pull off because of it. And that's why that adversity is, is, is special. Yeah. If you can hone that energy, hone that negative thing that took place in your life and just squeeze it down to like a little pinhole so that mm-hmm. all of that energy is focused into one small space. Now you've got a propulsion system where it pushes you to the next level. If it's just a wild bunch of yeah. hoses flapping everywhere, you're never going to get any momentum. You got to hone that energy into something so that it propels you, propels you forward. The best thing that ever happened was my dad left. You know why? Because my amazing mother raised me mm-hmm. and I got all the amazing traits of my mom. Mm-hmm. You know, she taught me the importance of beauty, of aesthetics, of finesse, mm-hmm. of intelligence, of being kind, caring, loving, like all the amazing things that a woman brings to the table. And thankfully, um, my mom was tough too. Mm-hmm. So she taught me the tough side. And whatever she couldn't teach me on the tough side, the world's going to teach you anyway. Yeah. That just happens. Mm-hmm. But the world never walks up and teaches you how to be caring and kind. Right. No. It teaches you how to be afraid and to protect yourself from the next big <laughs> bad lion in the forest, yeah. you know, or in the in the plains, not the forest. Mm-hmm. Lions aren't in the forest. <laughs> I, did, I didn't catch that. Because <laughs> they're like, yep, mm-hmm, lions in the forest. <laughs> I yep. didn't know there weren't lions in the forest. <laughs> Giraffes in the jungle. <laughs> Giraffes aren't in a jungle? No. Oh. They're in the, the African plains. I thought giraffes were just whatever. Yeah, giraffes in the I jungle. I guess I'll go back to third grade. Monkeys in the lake. <laughs> fish in the... No, I know. Kidding. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> so I was just going to say, I think that it, it the most important part about mindset is waking up and being in the right mindset. So if you wake up and you don't feel good, choose to feel good because the rest of your day is shot if you're not going to feel good. So choose to feel good. Choose to be positive. And I feel like... I wasn't always like that, but the more that I was waking up and like, okay, I want to feel good. Okay. I want to have a good day. You know, that, that just became like after forcing myself to do it just becomes more natural. It does on that. What it's, it, so mine's a little bit more calculated on yeah. what I'm telling my brain when I am at the max of my capacity or at least feeling it, or let's just say the life just keeps throwing stuff at us. You're like, how you much know? more can I take how today? Much, yeah. It's like, boom, you got hit. You're like, oh, that kind of took mm-hmm. me off. And then boom, you got hit again. You're like, man, and then boom. And then you're almost, you're like at that point where it's just so painful and you're like, you're still trying to crawl through the day and crawl to the next task to accomplish mm-hmm. the next thing. And you're trying to stay focused on your goal. And then boom, you get hit again. It's like, if I get hit again, I'm done. Mm-hmm. At that moment, when I say, if I get hit again, I'm tapping out. I reverse that thinking and go, bring it on. <laughs> and I tell myself, I can take more. Mm-hmm. I can take more. Mm-hmm. There's been so many times in my life where the, the average Joe sitting next to me would think I was, on the, I was, I was seconds away from dying. Mm-hmm. Like it's like from a, from a meltdown. And in my mind, I just, I stop, I reverse it instead of being a victim of it and go, bring it on. Because what that's really doing is it's telling your brain you've got room for more. Mm-hmm. And then that desire to have it stop and 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 the, the the feeling of overwhelming 
is yeah, gone. I was gonna say the overwhelming so feeling. The is overwhelming gone. feeling is gone because you've turned it into bring it on. I can take more. Yeah. I got more. I got more. Bring it on. Who else wants some? You know, you mm-hmm. turn it into a fight, mm-hmm. um, and that's been really effective for me. So if you're ever at that point, just tell yourself you could take more. I can take more, and they even say that in the in 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 uh, like the Navy SEALs boot camp thing. You know, when these people are at a physical level, whenever your brain tells your body it needs to turn off, I mm-hmm. guess there's a study out there, and it's a rough number of what I'm going to quote, you have 50% more in you before you truly are turning off. That's just your brain trying to turn you off before you over mm-hmm. overheat, you know. Um, so I always think about that. Like, and those guys been up for three days, and then they got to sit in a classroom and take a test, and if they fall asleep, they get kicked out of the whole thing. Yeah. Like, that just shows what the physical body's capable well, of doing. Yeah, well, and, and it's really all the mind. It's the mind. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I want to take a minute to recognize one of our podcast sponsors, Battleborn Injury Lawyers. I had a chance to spend some time with Matt Hoffman, and he really knows law, especially for personal injury. He's committed to helping his clients, and he's the one that's personally meeting with you to make sure you get a fair settlement. Put his number in your phone in case you ever need it. It's 702-570-9000. That's 702-570-9000. So we addressed advice for business and personal growth. I, I definitely think we went over personal growth. Yeah. How to maintain a positive mindset. At the very least, I believe that I laid out like a, a grade level yeah, because it's, uh, it's start- model on how to shift what you believe about yourself and how to quickly begin to gain and keep self-esteem. It's once you work on shifting it to then it just becoming natural. Right. It starts with the shift. Right. It's not always going to be a daily thing. It, the daily thing is just to change your like subconscious mind. And then from there, you just fill it naturally. Yeah. And create a vision board, a visual for you to reach your goals. Yes. That's your boyfriend. OMG, <laughs> Zach is in the building. How do I look? You, look? you look good today, babe. You picked the right outfit. All right, everybody. Enjoy your day. Share. Like. Subscribe. Comment, subscribe. Tell everybody about us. I mean, my goodness. If you like us, support us. And um, season some two. Love. Yeah, season two will be pretty cool. Yeah, season two is going to be good. Appreciate everybody. I love you, honey. Love you, too. All right. Bye. Bye. All right, guys, that's going to do it for today. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please rate, subscribe, and share our podcast. You can also connect with us on social media or at galindogrouprealestate.com. Until next time, thanks again for listening.